and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Fifty-six years later, is the world better or worse if I were the devil? In 1964, Paul Harvey, a popular radio talk show host, did a skit called If I Were the Devil, listing all the things he would do if he were Satan and had control of the world. I'm going to include his narrative as well as a few of my own. Pay attention. If I Were the Devil by Paul Harvey in, from 1964. If I were the Prince of Darkness, I would want to engulf the world in darkness. I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, the you. So I would set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first, and I would begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince the children that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confine that what's bad is good and what's good is square. In other words, old fashioned. And the old, I would teach to pray after me, our father, which art in Washington. Then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves, until each, in its turn, was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions. Just let those run wild, until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing and have judges promoting pornography. Soon, I could evict God from the schoolhouse and then from the schoolhouse... <laughs> I'm sorry. Soon, I could evict God from the courthouse and then from the schoolhouse and then from the House of Congress. In his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. 
I'd lured priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol for Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. And what will you bet I could get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich? I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned and that swinging is more fun, um, that what you see on television is the way to be. And thus, I could undress you in public and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. It's from Paul Harvey. Now, if I were the devil in 2020, if I were the devil in 2020, I'd keep people ignorant to the gospel truth as far away from God as possible. I'd make big government bigger. I would help extremists to get elected, especially the people who don't know the meaning of integrity, honor, patriotism, and service. I'd make it so that medical care and prescriptions became so expensive that no one could afford to get sick, have an accident, or be injured. If I were the devil, I'd make sure that people who call themselves Christians still think that life does not begin at conception and that what is in a mother's womb is not human. I'd keep the young people so misguided as to the fact that there are only two genders, male and female. I'd remove any bans on pornography, movie ratings, etc. so that everything vile and abhorrent to God was shown and practiced openly. If I were the devil, I'd make sure that people think that God doesn't care about them. With regards to American government, I would keep the divide between the right and left so great that it could never be crossed. If I would make sure that Antifa and other militant hate and anarchy groups were properly funded and that local governments continue to support them and allow them to freely burn down everything that good Americans worked hard to build. And I would shut down all police departments and let everyone do as they please. If I were the devil, I'd make sure Americans lost their freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom to own a gun and protect themselves and their families. If I were the devil, I'd make sure that Joe Biden won and that democratic socialism took over our country forever and ever and ever. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep doing what he's doing and do more of it. That's my version. And I can go on. Right now, the devil is the ruler of the world. However, God is still in control. It might not look like that to us here on earth, but God sees everything. Furthermore, God has a plan. Seek Jesus first, and you can overcome the temptations of the devil. Only Jesus and the Holy Spirit can turn a sinner into a saint. Only through Jesus can a person become good enough to get into heaven. It's your choice. Follow the world or follow Jesus. Jesus said in John 16:33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9-10, through 10, 
The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire. And the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Paul told us in Romans 12 too, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. If you're not sure if you're saved or not, if you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit, get a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven and you won't be left behind in the rapture which can happen any day now this is what you have to do invite jesus into your heart if you're not sure how to do that there's a prayer in the show notes or you can click on over to my blog where there's a link how to invite jesus into your heart and at the bottom of my blog there's links to my personal testimony of how god turned my life around um and he can turn your life around too. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look! I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you. To open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.